Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to the episode of Takes All Over the Place. Today, we're getting double teamed by Drag Race. That's right. We've got UK and Canada in the mix, and it is quite overwhelming, but just breathe through it, and eventually, it'll be very fun. We're also talking about We're Here, um, not the start of a fun chant. We're here, we're queer, get used to it, but the start of a very sad second season, at least for me, of HBO Max's Triumvirate of Drag Queens as they take on... I don't know, the world, America. I've only watched one episode. I don't really have the full grasp of it yet. We'll also play some games and we'll talk about some other things we're watching. Ted Lasso, Made, and we'll really hope for some joy and what's kind of been a bummer week. Let's have a great one. SNL did a Squid Game skit too. That's like one of the only things I watched last night. But it was a uh, Pete Davidson did a like music video spoof. He turned a country song into Squid Game. <laughs> yeah, I tried to start watching that, but I couldn't. The whole episode or just that one sketch? Just well, just the Squid. I was like, oh, Squid Game, and then I was like, oh, I don't know what's happening, so I just turned it off. I was like, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> I don't know if I'll watch the whole thing because Rami Malek seems boring to me. But I do not like him. <gasps> I just like hot takes, scandalous takes, takes all over the fucking place. I don't know what it is because I loved him on Mr. Robot, but during yes. the Bohemian Rhapsody thing, he just like really was not it. And they were like, well, he- how do you... Because like that was around the time that the conversation was like for every actor who was not the ethnicity or the gender or the sexual orientation of the person they were playing. Everyone was like, why are you doing this? And he was like, because I'm very talented. Or he said something that just like struck a chord with me. And the chord was like the opening song to do me da, do me, do me da. Well, I did watch the skit that was he and Keenan Thompson both vying for the part of Prince. And they were like, and it was... Um, <laughs> Who did Get Out? Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele is like the director, so of course it's got a twist. And they're like, yeah, yeah, is it about racism? <laughs> so they're like, show me Prince, like when he doesn't want to touch something. And they're like, no, 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 So it's funny. And then they do their stupid thing and they're like, Rami Malik, they're like, Rami Malik, you look just like Prince, but you're you're not black and Prince is black. He's like, well, I know, but I look just like him. And they're like, Keenan. You're black, but you don't look anything like Prince. He's like, but you get the part. Then out of nowhere, Daniel Craig comes in in like a little Lord Fauntleroy outfit, and he's like, I'm here for the part of the Prince. (laughs) (laughs) It was so weird. I was just like, what? What?" So he does the Prince thing, and he's awful. But, you know, then it just sort of dies. It's like sometimes our banter. Like, it's funny, and then you're like, what happened? It died. Comedy's hard. I think it's when one of us, namely me, picks the ball and then spikes it. Then you're like, how am I supposed to volley with this? And I'm like, I'm going to say one of us picks the ball and then just sets it down on the ground and lets it roll away. I don't know that you spiked it and I'm just like in shock and I can't do anything about it. It's like you just took the ball, put it down and rolled it away. uh, Gassed. You can't do it. (laughs) Also, this podcast is not sponsored by Jewel. I ran out Saturday night, so I've been free since, uh, since Saturday night. I need more Alan on in my life. I cannot take all these people who have like addictions and don't know how to take care of them. <laughs> uh, what can you do? Well, every time I'm like, what can you do? You work downtown five days a week. Yeah, I know, but I forgot my wallet all five days and I only work four days. <laughs> it's a very luxurious situation. <laughs> you please? So you just like are craving and you're okay. Like, literally, if I didn't have any mints in my house, we would not be having a podcast. I would go get them <laughs> and return. No, I mean, I've, like, had enough of roaches around that I could make do. so sad every week. Yeah. But no, you it's You know what fine. I'm getting you every for your Every time birthday. I view it as an opportunity of, like, hey, maybe this time I'll kick the habit. That's what is, what is your therapist say about <laughs> smoking and drooling? She's not Estelle from France. You said she you having openly never seen smokes. It, you did a great impression. That could have been Estelle from um, the Roseanne Bar show. It could have been anybody. There's but, so many Estelles. All of every Estelle's. single Estelle has smoked. Yeah. So well, obviously she doesn't say anything about smoking since she openly smokes during your therapy sessions. Unprofessional. 
I love it. She's great. It adds like a super lovely punch to anything she's trying to say, especially when she's trying to like low key read me for not doing the assignment that she prescribed. Um, we don't talk about addiction. I don't think it'd be the best audience to like find tips on how to like quit smoking for someone who's actively smoking in my face. But for everything else, she's great. I love her. You even met her. She's amazing. Yeah, zoom me in one day. That'll be our next <laughs> podcast. Absolutely. I will. Julie absolutely comes to Nick's therapy me. session. <laughs> terrible well can we start out with um a trauma i had to go to i had to go to a baby shower yesterday of all supermodels including your sister so every like in cincinnati if you're listening from far away which i know you are we had that one russian guy we have the design art and architecture school here that is like world famous so this was like a dap baby shower so everyone has perfect bangs the coolest clothes you'd never be able to buy anywhere because they made it themselves I'm dressed like a soccer mom from the west side of town, which is not the good side of town in Cincinnati. No shame. My hair has burned up in the sun, in the sun, right? For 18 months. Like since I've had to teach dance outside because I can't go inside. So I'm like frizzed out. I have to wear sneakers because my feet hurt. And I'm just like, I'm going to go sit outside with the birds on the deck. (laughs) And then like everything was just like, a little cooler than I can handle. Like the cake was amazing and it had like rosemary in it. And I was like, mm. and then another thing was really delicious, but it had lavender in it, which like some people think cilantro tastes like soap, but I think that lavender tastes like soap. So I'm like, Oh, this is delicious. Oh, love that. that, that, that. <laughs> so I was just like, this is just not, it's just not meant for you. You know, when you don't belong. So I just, I love the girl. I'm super excited for her. I can't wait for her to have a baby. The nicest, most beautiful people ever. And I'm, I'm glad it's over. But what did you I get from it? Nothing. Trauma. That's what I said. Show oh, I got a cute other present. Oh, <laughs> so on the way in, you see all these tiny little teacups, like from the thrift store with succulents and then like some slippers and then what turned out to be like sachets with lavender in them. And someone tells me when we get there, like, these are the takeaways. And then I hear someone in the background go like, but everyone's supposed to wear these slippers and this gorgeous, I mean, the most beautiful fucking house you've ever seen. <laughs> Keyhole windows, 40 foot ceilings. I mean, gorgeous. Once again, shouldn't have been there. But nobody said, take your shoes off. So I didn't, and neither did anybody else. So then when we're walking out, it's like, I, of course, I'm like, do we, are we taking these? Does anybody know? And not the, even the slippers, just all of it. Like half the people have already left, and no one has taken any of these sachets that they made by hand and these succulents that they've obviously curated and made by hand. So I don't want them to be stuck there with a hundred of these things. So they're like, no, no, yeah, take a succulent and take one of these sachets. Nobody knows about the slippers. Great. So I was like, ooh, I want this one. So it's teeny tiny and it's pink. <laughs> and I say to everybody, like, in my defense of my horrendous outfit and terrible hair and no makeup, I really am a pink person on the inside. And Emma says, it's okay. You can still be a pink person. And I say, this is a Wabaganese moment, right? I'm picking the little flower, but I am inside a Wabakukukuu. If you'll remember from my Ojibwe story from the language of the Chippewa people. <laughs> if you don't, you don't at the beginning of the semester or once the snow when the winter came when the snowfall happened they gave us names sorry um, like literally your audio cut out and I know. suddenly it was like and winter came <laughs> it's like what did i miss winter is talking? coming let's make sure i'm okay so we had to go full daughter party and i consumed wabaganese okay do you remember that story nick yeah oh, okay absolutely. so i don't have to retell it okay but anyway i brought my no, you can retell it for the audience it's not just us too well i There's also I, at least three others maybe so we got to pick names out of a hat. And my little friend, Wendy, who I had followed to college, was like five foot one with long blonde hair and short jingle skirts. And I was sort of wearing overalls and a poncho and six feet tall. And so I pulled my name out of the basket and said, Wabaganese, little flower. And then Wendy pulled her name out of the hat and she got Wabikukukuu, white owl. And so she looked at me and said, like, Which is not a bad name. I like slightly racist. <laughs> Why it gotta be white? So Wendy looks at me like, Obviously, I'm Wabaganese. And I was like, I know, but the spirits have spoken. And I, the spirits have I am spoken. <laughs> and I don't think she ever forgave me. Because we had to use those names the rest of the semester. And I'd be like, um, Wabaganese? <laughs> and she would just like. <laughs> so anyway, I felt. The beautiful thing about people that short of stature in yeah, that is a super cute succulent. And I'm glad. I'm sure that your bird brethren were able to take the rest. I'm just imagining like <laughs> an enchanted type moment where instead of the beautiful birds trying to help you, they're like hawks that <laughs> have descended <laughs> with like puppies from the neighborhood and they're just like clamoring. Ah, 
At least you have your birds. You've just become a bird person. Okay, those are- You've got avian bone syndrome. No, I hated Hollow those birds. No I don't like birds. First of all, rude. <laughs> it's disrespectful. As someone who ha- became aware of how large his nose is in an H&M fitting room with three mirrors that went all the way around and I saw my side profile and was concerned there was a bird of prey before I realized it was me. Birds are my people. All right. Ooh, I do have something that's going to really lighten your spirit. The spirit of the Chippewa people. It's the little flower. And you now have a little flower. I watched Love on the Spectrum, the first episode. Of the first season or the second season? Of the first season, I can only do so much. Okay, so remind me. Immediately qualifying my success story. You got to meet Michael, right? Michael is amazing and I absolutely adore him. So fucking sweet. Absolutely such a gemstone. The little plaque that he made when he was 19 about for his future wife that he carved out of wood. Right, that was like two years ago, so please remind us. I am currently. <laughs> You're looking at me like, sweet. remember the plaque? I'm like, no, I don't remember episode one from two years ago. Anyway, very sweet. Seems like he's transported straight from 1940. So beautiful. Chloe is my absolute favorite, though. She's a gemstone. She's the one who had that awkward date with the dude who was like, I thought I was gay and I watched gay porn. And I wasn't into it. I was like, you aren't into it the first time. Okay. You got to keep watching it. <laughs> you got you to gotta stay with the program. All right. And then the world opens up like a tiny little flower and then you spread open those little butt cheeks. Gross. Right, but that's like a thing for somebody on the spectrum, right? Like I thought I was gay. So I watched two men have sex and it didn't work. So I, I must've been wrong. I must be straight. There's like very little nuance in that sort of thing. It's things are black or white or yes or no. And then the production value of immediately Chloe being like, I think I like girls more. (laughs) Same thing for her. She was like, no, not for me. Ah, and then Ruth and Thomas are very sweet. I am Ruth because that scene where she's drinking all of that fucking milk is me every single day. And then when the director, whoever was filming it, was like, she likes her milk, right? And she's chugging it down. I was like, me too. I also love my milk. It's very sweet. Ah, So I did watch like a couple more episodes, but I was on CBD at the time. So I don't quite remember that. That hardcore drug, CBD. The very earnest way with which Michael approaches the world and dating, it really makes me happy. I like him a lot. Oh, he's so fun. And not to pass judgment on his mom, because I can't imagine. I thought she was laughing at him. To be a mom. But she was laughing at See? him, and I did not enjoy Agreed. that. In the second season, like, oh, you get a little more. my silly, crazy son. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, fuck you. And then when they were part of the <laughs> therapy session, and I was like, first of all, this is like, I get the introductions, but why are you like making jokes at his expense? Or, no, it was the shift in tone from like, oh, Michael's so crazy, too. Oh, he's such a gift. He's such a blessing in our lives. And I was like, make it make sense. All right? <laughs> He's delightful, and yeah, he's like super funny, but not everything he says is like, oh, wacky, Michael. It's like, he wants love. (laughs) That's very real. He's got a plaque (laughs) that he made with his own hands. What what Uh, was on the plaque? I don't remember. Nothing yet. It was going to be his like, (laughs) it was going to be his wife's name and his name. I don't know, but the plaque was ready for his future wife. So there's, it's like a wooden heart with like a picture frame set inside of it. And he made it when he was 19 oh. for his future wife. <laughs> Did you get to see him go on speed dating? Well, we, Emma and I cut off. And then later in the evening, I did watch it personally. Because we watched Drag Race UK together. And then I forced her to watch some Steps videos. And then also the Venga Boys, because they were around the same time. And they were super transformative, super gay bops that are very impactful in my life. Right. So the question was... Did you get to see? Oh, I missed it. I must have missed the question. Part. I had. So yes, I did. So when he's sitting across from the girl, who's like, I'm sorry that I added color to your banal question. <laughs> when uh, he meets the girl and she's like, I like toys. He's like, like no one's ever <laughs> been happier about anything in their entire lives. You're just like, oh, Michael. And the Twitter at the time was like, protect Michael at all costs. Wrap him the in Betty White up. Make sure they're safe. Also, he can handle himself. The way that he, like, even his family, when they were, like, sort of making Joseph's expense, he was like, I can hold my own. I was like, yeah, it's Michael. It was very sweet. And the therapist, I forget her name, but she's so lovely. 
And it's super true. It's like you focus all of this energy on the childhood, but what about the adolescence and the adulthood and how to have interpersonal skills? Because the tools that you need change very rapidly from childhood to adolescence to adulthood as far as what people expect and what's like the norm, which like, fuck that. But also you kind of need to know how most people interact and respond to figure out how to manipulate them and get what you want out of them. Completely. You know, there has been a little pushback against her that like, she spends so much time on like niceties and pulling out the table and making sure you bring flowers. But the truth is, you know, how to make real connections with people that it tends to be better if you have like a date with an activity, which I find is true for me, period. As I told you when I volunteered to self, big boys that was the most fun i've had in forever like a job where i went <laughs> a night i went out and hung out with people but i had a job you know i was like yeah this is great i love this <laughs> um did you watch anything good this week besides love on spectrum which praise so, you for it. thank you well it was emma who um encouraged me to do it and then i immediately was hooked because i got to play my bingo boys boom 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 <laughs> and she got to play the love on the spectrum which was <laughs> Just as much of a boom, boom, boom. Because I don't want a boom, boom, boom. <laughs> with love. I don't know. Chloe feels like she could go either way with that. So the question was, did you watch anything else this week besides? Yeah, so I watched the uh, first episode of We're Here, the first episode of Made. I've started watching Supernatural. I don't know if I talked about this this week, but it's that CW show with um, Jared Padalecki, Dean from Gilmore Girls. And his brother, Jensen Ackles, who plays Dean on Supernatural. <laughs> and I just like, I remember in the heydays of Tumblr when there was porn and all was well with the world that there was all this like shipping between Misha Collins and then Jensen Ackles. And they had some sort of like homoerotic romance. So I found out that he doesn't even show up until the fourth season. But I'm not just about to like skip in and jump head first. So I'm reading all the synopses on like, supernatural fandom wikia to get to this point and let me tell you i did not enjoy it once i got there <laughs> it's fine it's solid and it's engrossing but it's like very dark i would much rather watch squid game a madcap romp what about you julie i also watched the first four episodes of me i did not love it so it's a john wells show who is um, er and those types of shows. So I'm like, maybe I was thinking it was more highbrow. Did you get to see Andy McDowell? Is she in the first episode? Her daughter is in all. I know, but her mother who is one of the world's worst actresses is in it. So cruel. To all of us that she continues to get hired as she cannot (laughs) act. She's got some sort of like, I I don't even know what it is. It's not schizophrenia. It's not bipolar. It's um, something. Tourette's? No, identity disorder of some sort narcissism in real life no in the show okay i was like why does that make her a bad okay fine anyway i thought it did a great job from the jump you are terrified you're like get out of there get that very not not cute kid and keep moving but i yeah (laughs) i'm trying the guy's not i just yeah i know two solid people who love it what's happened to us what's happened to us i was really into it after two i was not into it during one i was like Oh my fucking god! If her life gets any worse, I'm out. Like I just can't. <laughs> and it does. It just like bad it things does. keep happening. It just keeps fucking hitting her, and she's not very quick on her feet. She's hungry. I she's going through a trauma, but <laughs> she never gets to eat. Then there's this like running tally on the side of how much money things cost, but she doesn't have any money. So I don't know how we're moving our way down from sixty-seven twelve, and we don't have any money. I think that's her money. But as it as she starts climbing out, like the journey out. I'm I'm here for it. I'm only two episodes in though, so I'm not. Like, <laughs> she's gonna get hit back. She's gonna get beat back down several more times. You think or you know? I'm on episode five. Oh. So yes. I mean, Page ten. Do we want? I know. I thought it was gonna be like six. It reminds me kind of of uh, that Julia Louis Dreyfus show before New Adventures of Old Christine. I think it only lasted like two episodes, but it had like an actual clock. So once you came back from commercials, it was like thirty minutes, and then it would like run through in the bottom. The entire time. And I was like, why are there numbers on my screen? Um, Emma and I did talk about the season finale of Ted Lasso last week, and that has sent me on a roller coaster ride of rewatching the show and seeing how many amazing things they had planted that I completely missed. From seats from from episode one, they previewed what happened in the finale. From episode one of season, season two? One, no, of season one. Oh, oh bet. Cool. 
What they do? <laughs> well, you didn't finish it yet. No, no, I've seen season. Oh, from season two, episode one, they previewed no, no. what's going to happen in the finale. No. Okay, I'm very confused. From, so there's a turn in season two. Yes. And you're like, I didn't see this coming. This is out of nowhere. The writers must have been bored. And then <laughs> I read an article that said, no, this is a three-year arc. And he's known about it since the beginning and everybody knows about it. I'm like, oh, do they? So I started over. I'm like, motherfucker. There are little seeds being planted starting in the very first episode. And when it blossoms in the end of the second season, I should not have been as aghast, agape, agog as I was. <laughs> I think they say gobsmacked in England. Because your gob is smacked. Well, it is like next level. I am not smart and it is next level good. Is that a level? Yeah, so next level is a song by Espa. I'm oh, on Jesus. the next Level. I feel like you might need your own comment on the next music level. podcast that I don't have to go to. I mean, that you get to do by yourself. <laughs> Every week you'd be like, guess what came out in K-pop land? Well, none of the stars because they don't like anyone to be gay over there. It's very disheartening. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Tragically. Where? It's very conservative right now. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to highlight? Oh, there's a third Elizabeth uh, Holmes the podcast called. No, Elizabeth. that's too many. <laughs> what? That's called Law Junkies. <laughs> that my sister yeah. turned me on to, and now it is just a mess. Oh, yeah. Um, we are going to do, and I'm just going to suggest this to everyone on the planet, even though we haven't even done it to see if it works yet. We've got a bunch of great British Bake Off friends from the gorgeous ladies of Baby Shower. So we're going to download like one of the technicals from Great British Bake Off. Everybody will be on Zoom in their own place under oh, the wow. time allowed, making the technical. And we'll all come together probably in Emma's backyard because you have to bring your own chair at my house. Um, <laughs> and then we'll have maybe te- maybe Nick can be a blind test t- taste tester with Bill. Ah, there it is. I was like, where do I fit in? <laughs> Although I'm okay, still trying to get Emma disqualified <laughs> because she is an actual baker. But I could be disqualified. No. I could, do, I could be the no, judge's don't. sample one. No, I feel like you want to do it. No, you should I'll still make do it, it, but I don't have to be in competition. She'll be no, she'll be the. Oh, now I'm like, bring it on, Emma! I will destroy you. All right, no, go. she'll be like the perfect <laughs> example that I'll judge everyone else. Well, Nick, on. you're gonna have to do it because you. If I like, even if I see what it is, the ingredients and the list, I guess we'll yeah. be okay. But I'm gonna make you do it, and we're gonna do it soon because my ideas are really exciting, and then we never do them, and then I'm sad at myself because I didn't make things happen. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. So do it. If anybody wants to participate who's out there on Zoom, we can't taste yours, but we'll unless you love you. Yeah. I think it's gonna be fun. And our wriggle on, isn't that what they say? <laughs> you watched the first episode of We're Here from season two or season one? Season two. Yeah, that's no good. I that was the assignment. <laughs> I know, but it's a weird one because COVID hit. Yeah, it was super depressing. I was like, dear God, I get we're in Spartansburg, but like the Spartans never gave up. And this feels like very much in that vein. The guy who ends up uh, coming out as non-binary, I wish the best for him, but oof. Oh, God. Seems like a tough road to hoe there. <laughs> Not him, just being in Spartanburg and oh, sure, having sure, sure, one sure. friend. Yeah. And it just, it seems like a lot. Yeah, it was... Um, I don't know. Like from the very beginning when they were like, you know, we were going to be right back. But then, and then Eureka was super fun though. I don't know. Like I've never been like a huge Eureka stan, but I thought she uh, brought a lot of energy. Shangela proved my point that she can get anyone to like her. Oh, she's great. Yeah. She's like uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> He's adorable. And then the poor. Super cute. So one of the, the if you haven't watched, we're here on HBO Max, Eureka, Shangela, and Bob the drag queen of drag drag race game go to a town and get three people who want to experience drag for whatever reason and they put on a drag show together with them and it's like you know emotional and healing mostly so this one guy (laughs) wants to support his brother who's had a 10-year career his name is patio furniture (laughs) and you're like so this is a drag episode and i barely get to be in it and my brother's the star okay i felt for patio yeah patio didn't deserve any of that no but her brother really could dance he's like i can shimmy he could (laughs) (laughs) didn't you think i mean yeah i don't know i was still so sad the whole time 
Maybe it's because I watched Supernatural right before that, and it was a bleak episode. Oh, BT Dubs, I tried Buffy again. First of all, she was wearing a hair clip right here, which does nothing. <laughs> That's fine. Ooh, it is dated, people. And it then is you turned it off. <laughs> dated. I made it like 20 minutes. So the librarian guy is not a vampire hunter. He's a watcher. He's a Correct. watcher. Is that what we call perverts in Buffy? No, it's what we call coaches. He's like the slayer coach. Also, did you exactly. recognize him from Ted Lasso? Because that's the guy that's in Ted Lasso. <gasps> is that Rupert? Hey, there it is. Yes, oh it is. my God! <laughs> I knew he looked familiar. You bastard! <gasps> <laughs> that was that's funny. Wow. Maybe start watching in the second season. If you can't get past the first episode. You don't have to watch it. Rupert, you motherfucker. Chronologically. <laughs> well, and Rupert Giles. Yeah. And Buffy. <gasps> You're right. His name He's is Rupert. Rupert and both. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. We just always call him by his last name, Giles. <laughs> Giles. Wow. I just rewatched the so Christmas pretty- episode. I'm not ruining anything because, Nick, you're not there yet. But his <laughs> uh, Roy Kent's niece with her breath problem. That is the sweetest <laughs> fucking thing on the planet. I know. It's so good. Nick, keep watching Ted Lasso. Okay. I mean it. I will. Like soon. I couldn't hear you over the sound of Frank barking. <laughs> tweet of the week. I gotta say, I think the world got sad again. I don't have the best tweets in the world, but we'll work on it. I did what I could. And then I think I wish I could write some tweets. Maybe we should work on that. Nick, I bet you'd be so good at it. Nick yeah, but you want to. I don't. I just want so more like, tweets. You... What boy? You're hilarious. You should write some tweets. You're gonna have your, you have your own account. I do. <laughs> yeah, as I'm looking at that yet. I'm looking through these. They're all pretty much sad. Oh no. All right. Give it a go. <laughs> Josh Gondelman writes 4 p.m. AKA the danger zone for pre-dinner snacking. And I read that one just before we got on the podcast where I was shoveling food in my mouth like I was never gonna eat again. <laughs> I was like, you're going to eat in three hours. You've had food today. You're okay. That was number one. I woke up this morning at like noon and then waited (laughs) to eat until three because I was like, this has been a 16 hour fast now. That's healthy, right? Then I go downstairs. I have some blueberries. I have a pear. I have some chicken. Amazing. 10 minutes before this podcast, I have an entire thing of Milano's. Yeah. Ruined it all. Now I've had two Trulies. What's the point? So this tweet what might not point? be hilarious, but it's fucking true. It is, yeah. You know how we like true things here. <laughs> truly. We truly, mm. truly do. Why can't I hold these two screens at the same time? All right, Guy Branham for tweet because you're using your hands. Says, if you are haunted by a vague sense of sadness and in, 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 uh, inadequacy. Stop saying my name. I know this is about me. Starting over. <laughs> If you aren't haunted by a vague sense of sadness and inadequacy, what are you even using your humanity for? <laughs> also sad. Oh, yeah. Uh, Emma, did you listen to um, Love It or Leave It with Akilah Hughes and Solomon Giorgio yes! this week? Ah! <laughs> All our friends in one place. But yeah. I kind of don't remember what happened. <laughs> they made them both play stupid games, but it was still fun. Oh, they played that one that's not Rant Wheel. What's that? What was that one? It's like a random one. So, Nick, they, like, give you a topic and then you have to defend it. It's like debate school. And even if you don't believe it, like, like why Ted Cruz is awesome or, you know. And then you just have to vehemently fight for it. Amazing. So, I think so far we're at zero. Neither one of those are funny. Next one. (laughs) Okay. So, let's listen to the tweet first and then I'll tell you who it's from. Nothing like anxiety for no reason whatsoever. Looking... Looking like a 4 p.m. bedtime for me. Happy Friday. But it's from Chris Evans. Ah, I love him so much. Aww. <laughs> he's, he's cute. He's dreamy. Aww, he's dreamy. And he suffers from anxiety. I know. Relatable. Okay. Here comes one more sad one. Eden Dranger. <laughs> so fucked up that dental insurance is different from health insurance because teeth apparently aren't part of your overall health. Ah, yes. Teeth. The luxury bones. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's our first funny That was one. good, yeah. All right. Hopefully Solomon can pull us out of this hole. It's a two-parter. 
Solomon Giorgio says, stop calling it family size if I, a singular person, can eat it all in one sitting. <laughs> to which she replied later, I am family. No. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> all right, so so far, one funny one. Good job, Julie. <laughs> it's, not- it's the world's fault, not yours. I, I mean, I spend as much time as I can. All right, now I dug a little deeper. This is Solomon again. A couple asked if I'd give up my window seat on the plane so they could sit together. I'm sorry, but your love is not as important as me seeing the plane take off. <laughs> okay, last one. It's a series from Solomon, and this is true. Hi, hello, what's up? So I'm starting a podcast, and it's all about gossip. No, none of that celebrity nonsense. I'm taking small-scale gossip. High school rumors, retail store <laughs> secrets, restaurant employee love affairs. The stakes will always be low, but the pity will be high. So if you have any fun gossip from the past you want to share, slide right into my DMs. Everything will remain anonymous, and if your gossip is juicy enough, you will get to be a call-in guest on the show. What are you waiting for? Tell me everything. FYI, please try not to traumatize me with any unsolved crimes. Thank you. (laughs) What is that request? (laughs) So every once in a while, he'll do like a tell me your gossip secrets and then he'll react to them, and he'll be like, oh, or, or what it makes some snappy, fun comment. So I don't know, but I'm super excited, and we're going to promote it like like we're going out of style. <laughs> I, we, I owe him, I don't know, I don't have very much money, but I owe him lots of money for all the joy that he's brought <laughs> to my world. He cracks me. He's an absolute gemstone. The winner is Solomon George. Yes. As always. Yes. Forever and always. And Chris Evans, I'm snuggling you spiritually right now. <laughs> Also, just like this was one um, tweet that really tickled my fancy this week. Um, I'm sorry, what's happening? <laughs> Nick has a tweet. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Oh, did did you come up with your own segment now? And that you don't research for, or are you just continuing to show up and do nothing? But this week, you're gonna like add some, some my my bit. Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> no, I was literally kidding. I just. <laughs> Let's hear it. We both know you have a tweet. What is it? Okay, I do. Um, okay, so if this it's is funnier from than all of mine, Eva, I'm going to set you up. <laughs> this is from Eva Dixit. What? Eva Dixit. Okay. Don't make it weird. She said, I'm just remembering that my second year in America, someone asked me to validate their parking, which is my first time hearing the phrase. Did you see this? I did. All right, well, I got another one. No, finish it. So you have from- to finish the joke. She's like, great job or whatever. Yeah, that's the joke. Thank you for finishing <laughs> in my behalf. Anyway, that was really funny. Any other tweets you'd like to discuss? <laughs> there was one that was like, was this from Huffington Post? Funniest, funniest tweets of the No. Week? Does that exist? Yes. I literally comb through the fucking devil of Twitter <laughs> every week, and there's a 20th funniest things on Huffington Post? <laughs> there's like, there's one from funniest tweets from women, Funniest tweets from parents. Funniest tweets. That's gonna be. I literally so just typed Thanks in for funny telling tweets me about this week. nine fucking years later. Oh my god! I literally just typed that in now. <laughs> I do the work. My my. You do do the work. And they're like ones that people can't just Google. They have to listen to us. Take it to the runway, runway, take it to the runway, runway. Have a girl, put your face in the walk, head to toe, let your whole body talk. Well, I like that one better. Did you guys watch Drag Race? I did watch Drag Race. Uh-huh. Did you watch Drag Race? Did you watch Canada? I did, did you? I did. You yes. did? I did. Good thing I did too. <laughs> what are your oval, th- oval thoughts on UK? This is BDE, big oh, drag the, energy. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So let's be honest. UK Hun was never going to be topped. UK Hun's a top itself. It is the ultimate top. It is the one and only top that rules all of the tops. So going into this, it was always going to be less of an ideal song than UK Hun because magic. Um, I did think it was super interesting that they split it into a uh, upbeat and a sort of like sultry low tempo. Yeah, I thought that was great. A mid-tempo ballad instead of just making them do tempo. the same song because it's a lot the chorus comes back a lot 
<laughs> I know. Well, yeah, all these songs just repeat themselves over and over and over. And the only thing that distinguishes is just like their own particular verses. Um, but no, I thought it was fun. And Emma Bunton being there plus steps, I was in fucking homosexual heaven. It's better than regular straight heaven because it's more organized. Um, and also gay. I feel like we but it was super fucking we sweet. need to surround River Medway with love. Poor little River Medway. I know. Oh my god, no. His river was like flooding with all the tears he spilled in this episode. And at no point did I find them annoying. And that's how you know I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> I'm just not a great person. That's one. <laughs> I generally No, but it was like super was sweet. All the steps you and I literally was crying. I was like, oh my gosh. To have to be that person and have them there would be like, you're doing so great. And he's like, you were that person for me. <laughs> my mom's dead. Sad. Yeah, the only thing that was a like River Medway, yes, protect him just like Michael from Love on the Spectrum. But Ella being the person that he confides in and just being like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Does yeah. she seem oh, less yeah, interested? Sure, sure. <laughs> like, literally was staring at herself the entire time and felt like, <laughs> my God. It's like, yeah, she's like, you're doing a really great job. Like, you know, she's she's real proud. And then catches a glimpse of herself in the mirror, Nicholas Edwards. And I was like, hey, That is also the energy nice. I was feeling. Like, how long is this going to last? I feel like I showed empathy, but I'm tired now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Poor Ella the Day. Which song did you like better? So, sonically, I liked the first one. I like a pop. I like an upbeat. I like that sort of situation. But the second team really did kill it. Like that uh, <laughs> when they're gathering each other and walking like little a flock of flamingos on the stage and then goes straight into the uh, uh, the body pop, so fucking funny. River Medway looked gorgeous in this situation. Teresa was hilarious. And the other two were there. No, Ella did actually do a good job. I was surprised how much I liked both of them, so I was excited. Also, Skitty got Claus. Like, sorry, Kitty's Scott Claus. Skitty <laughs> was so fucking funny this episode. Yes. She's the narrator of the season. Like, she is not, like, quite as close to Shangela because that's, like, you cannot top that. But she's, like, within that sort of, like, lower tier, right below Shangela. She is so hilarious. When Steps was coming out, she was like, fair play to you, Lisa. Enjoy Dubai. Were you a big Spice Girls fan? Huge. Monstrous. Yeah, I think I was too yes. old. So you'll have to tell me which one of these looks is good because I don't know these. So let me care. just paint a quick story about the Spice Girls. Emma and I went into our local Circuit City, or maybe it was Media Play, and got, I think <gasps> it was Media Play? Oh, my God. <laughs> Memories. And she got this single from this new band that she heard about, and it was Wannabe, and then the B-side was Bumper to Bumper. And Bumper to Bumper was not ideal, but Wannabe changed our lives forever. And then Spice Girls were forever in our home. So amazing. So Baby was my personal favorite. What about you, Emma? Of the spices. Baby, because we had the same name. It's Emma. Got it. I was like, nobody calls yeah, you like, Baby that I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Baby were a favorite. And then, yeah, no, I would, like, have posters of the Spice Girls all over my bedroom. That's the only time that I did that. Magical. So what would you think of Crystal Versace's look? So I did like, it's got some trademark, you know, archetypal baby elements, which are the pigtails, the blonde hair, the scrunchies. And I thought it was sort of like an elevated drag look. I thought it was cute. Well done. Charity Case, I fucking loved this. And Emma Bunton, her fucking self, one of the Spice Girls, was talking about another Spice Girls, Scary Spice, a.k.a. Melanie Brown, and said, Mel B would love this. She would absolutely love this. And then Michelle was like, no, it's just not drag. It's like, who the fuck are you? You sing one song with fucking steps and you are trying to counter Emma Bunton? Because she says, like, Mel would scratch her fucking eyes out. Like, obviously. Yes, exactly. And they're like, no, I just don't see Scary Spice in that. It's like, she fucking knows Scary Spice. She was there when Scary Spice was fucking invented. I was getting heated how, during this episode. How old do we think Emma Bunton is? Her skin is amazing. She's insane. I mean, she's got to be like mid forties, close to fifty. But she looks amazing. Whatever yeah. industrial sander she's using, bring it to me. Her face looks <laughs> insane, and she doesn't look like she has a bunch of filler or like weirdness. No, she looks. She's just blessed. 
Because she's baby. She's fucking baby. And I do hate, like, Charity Case has super avant-garde elevated drag. And it's annoying that it doesn't feel like there's a place for that in Drag Race. Because there's so many different spectrums of drag. And she just happens to be someone who crafts things that are highbrow and don't necessarily, like, fit the brief in the drag like drag race way but are still fucking phenomenal and it's like i don't know why they keep shitting on her she's a superb talent agreed uh then comes kitty who looks amazing right this is a good baby spice look right yeah i mean it was from when one of their reunion tours it looks a little bit more like abba to me but i didn't watch the reunion tours um but yeah looks cute i trust kitty's got claws because she loves baby as much as uh, Emma and I do. More, probably. So Scarlet Harlot, what? Why is this wig making her look like a space alien? Well, maybe she's trying to, uh, when space aliens invaded a certain scene of Spice World, maybe she's trying to sort of invoke that sort of situation. <laughs> is it too far back on her head? The space ones are too small. Those are yeah. tiny space ones. And Alan Carr talked about it too. But I mean, this is like a pure Mel B outfit. It looks great. It's almost identical to something Mel B would wear. I can't see anything but so ears. Small. <laughs> Ella Bidet at Sporty. What'd you think about that? I appreciate that she got the tattoos down. That was lovely. Also, Mel C, Melanie Chisholm, is currently starring on Dancing with the Stars in America. So there's that. Jojo Siwa, too. She's dancing with the a lady partner. partner. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's lovely. So she looked good. I like that. I was shocked that Posh wasn't represented. But what can you do? River Medway. Those shorts are so bad. Are they supposed to be see-through? Like, are we supposed to see granny panties through those? Because we do. I don't think so. No, no, no. Um, I like that. I mean, she clearly made this herself. But I like that the hair is right. She's got the blonde streaks in front. Like, I love Blackpink. But Jenny from Blackpink, you got that from Jerry Hollowell and all of the 90s. So calm down. This this was cute. I like that Ginger was here. She's got platform shoes. Um, it does very much look like my mom couldn't afford to buy me a Spice Girls Ensemble in 1999, so she made it. I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to blast on Vanity Milan? She looks... That's what I think of with Melby. No? I thought this was really bad. Really? I did not like this at all. Yeah. It just, like, wasn't... Cons- I mean, you wouldn't see Mel B in that. No? Um, not in the way it looks like you, all the elements are there. It's just not polished enough. It's not put together well enough, but you got the space buns there, but hers would never be that unkempt. And you got sort of like got the corset over it. But yeah, I mean, all the elements are there, the animal print, the space buns, but it just like was, yeah, I did not love, I did not live. Well, I'm not going to tell her cause I like her a lot. The same pictures. Oh, here we go. Oh my God. So- <laughs> so Theresa may was um if jerry hollowell took on this like the incredibles and was animated in that and then in the spanish version she spoke it was quite poor you didn't like it again all the elements are there but i didn't fucking love it oh yeah. I, her personality just sells it for me no yeah she's amazing she's like this is a custom made course and i'm like that you just didn't tie so you didn't get a waist out of it <laughs> i know like imagine if it were just cinched where the union jack is mm-hmm. i thought she looked amazing so the medium tempo people win aka the underdog team AKA pick and mix yes little mix as opposed to slice 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 girls they lose <laughs> Charity and Scarlet are going to lip sync to some random. First of all, it's absolute classic. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is one of the classics. Yes, one of the best from the first album. Can you believe? I cannot. I cannot. I've never heard this song. Sorry. Who do you think you are? Trust it, prove it, use it, lose it. Show me how good good you are. (laughs) Swing it, shake it. No. Right, so Make Nick's music podcast will be in the next hour, but for now, <laughs> who did, did you think they deserved the double Shantae? I think Charity clearly won this one. I, I don't too. mind that it was a double Shantae, but Charity absolutely slayed this. And I was just annoyed that Charity was in the bottom, I guess, because they weren't like in carbon copy outfits, because that's the only way a girl group works, is if all their outfits look identical to each other. So... And then Scarlet like did legit fuck up and did 
kind of like give up, which was shitty that that happened. And I do feel bad for her, but she forgot the words and that was the most glaring mistake. And she didn't turn it in the lip sync. And it was interesting how they like sort of strategically only showed her from the waist up so you could see her hand moves. But even when she was doing like the pumping, she wasn't actually going side to side. It was just like, (laughs) like, hey, 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 hey. So charity one, I don't mind the double Shantae. I'm shocked though. Drag Race UK has never had a double Shantae. I know, but what's her face went home? Yeah, Scony. <laughs> yeah, I also thought Charity won, but I didn't mean. Who are we? We're nobodies. <laughs> yeah, so the only people without repeater badges right now are Charity and Kitty. So sad for Kitty. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, so let's see who we picked. Nick voted for Kitty. Ella and Scarlet. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me go. So you get 10 Scarlet points for Kitty. <laughs> Scarlet was good because Scarlet was so bad. Ella is 20 and Scarlet is 15. Emma, do you remember who you voted for? Nope. You did Scarlet, Teresa, and Kitty. <gasps> I did do Scarlet? Yeah. Nice. And I did a mix. Oh, no. I did Cherise, Crystal, and Kitty. Oh, my God. The last <laughs> place this so week is Julie with 35 and tied for first place, brother and sister team of Emma and Nick with 45. We only got 10 more points? Yeah. Oh, no. This is terrible news. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't think you are at all. <laughs> So right now, our overall scores in last place with 90 points is Nick. <laughs> Second place with 102 is me. And our winner, overall winner for this week, is Emma with 125. Wow. Oh my God, she's killing it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know if you guys have heard, but she's slaying. <laughs> so mm-hmm. next week is what? It is promoting the drag Alexa. So like instead of instead of Alexa, it's the drag Alexa. What you got, people? I'm gonna do Charitza, River, and Kitty. Ooh, I've got Charissa, Kitty, and Scarlet. Nicholas? I've got <laughs> I've got Charitza, I've got Kitty, and I don't know about the last one. Just pick somebody. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pick. Um, let's say Ella. Let's just say Ella. Forgot about her. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched this, Nick? I thought you would like it because of the song. Canada entrances. Oh no. What's your? Do you have any overall thoughts? What did you guys think of these peeps? I thought that they didn't even need to ask for it for me to get it. When you see my ass on this, I charge credit. <laughs> Is what I thought personally. Emma, any favorites? Emma, I, thought, I didn't meet them yet. Oh, okay. Well, you can see them. So this is geometric. She seems to know everyone. She feels like a, yeah, she's a Gigi Good knockoff who's part of this like triumvirate with uh, two other queens, and I hate that. Everyone is. This, <laughs> I'm, everyone's like, we hate you. This is Kamora Amor. <laughs> She's a carnival queen. Okay. Which I love. Yes, yeah, she um, This is Pythia, which is also pronounced Pythia, and sometimes it's pronounced. <laughs> I know, she was like, most people pronounce it Pythia, but it's actually Pythia. You're like, you just said the same thing. <laughs> okay, that. I like that she's uh, into Greek mythology. That's cute. This is Eve 6000, who reminds me of James Manfield and also reminds me of uh-huh. Beth to come up in just a second. Yeah, no, she is James Manfield and Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Mm. This is Suki. Cute. Yes. Suki, yeah, Suki, Suki doll, doll is like is a front runner for sure. Absolutely. And she's like, I'm all about the details. And they zoom in on like all the things that she has going on. It's gorge. Yeah, between Pythia and Suki doll. I think they're my favorite, and I see them having sort of like a frenemy ship. Also, Pythia kind of reminds me of Crystal mm-hmm. Method. Um, this is Adriana, 
wearing a dress you can't walk in. I know. That's also bad. So that's cute. This is Beth, who reminds me of James Mansfield and Eve 6000. <laughs> and also Pat, the SNL sketch. So she like says she has social anxiety and all these other things, and she brings like no life energy to her performance, I didn't think. Well, because she's valiumed out. This is Isis. Okay. <laughs> this is Crystal Versace. See, Isis gets to 34. Yeah. I'm waiting for my Yeah, that's Isis. I was talking about Eva. <laughs> yeah, that's Isis Couture. I was talking about Ella Day. <laughs> we got Latrice Royale, oh my God. a.k.a. Ocean Aqua Black. They have very similar vibes. She is adorable. She has an accent. She's super fun. She says later on the episode of Emma, she's like, I'm not really worried about the makeup. I'm just like worried about the personality. You're like, oh, have fun. <laughs> Clearly. But then it works for her. And then she reveals this hideous outfit. <laughs> so she goes over and sees she's friends with Adriana. And she's like, Adriana, this is look as fierce. And she goes, yeah, you're like, uh. <laughs> she's like, kidding, bitch. So then in walks, I can't remember this person's name. She's like, oh, Stephanie Prince. Oh, uh, except that's exactly her name, yeah. So she walks in, she's like, you guys like fried chicken? Because, bitch, I'm serving. <laughs> I also love the cuts to her face when, um, so we're about to meet one of the three of the triumvirate, Kendall, Gender, and then Geometric, and then another one. I honestly forget her name. I think Cynthia Kiss or something. And then, so they're all like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then you just have Stephanie Prince like, <laughs> okay. She's like, have you guys ever heard of the Rat Pack? Because that's these bitches. They're like narcissistic and they think they're really pretty and they're super annoying. And if you watch Drag Race, <laughs> Canada you know, have a Alaska talk? Yeah, she's like, yep. if you know, on Drag Race, clicks do not work. Yeah. But like, don't they? Because Alaska talks made it to the final four. They didn't win. And they didn't win, yeah, but they made it to the final four. And then the Heathers made it to the final two and one of the Heathers won. Yeah, that was a good job, RuPaul. <laughs> so our last queen in, right? Is Cynthia Cynthia Kiss. So almost everybody that comes in though does know Geometric. And then when Kendall yeah. walks in, she is like, oh, yeah. and then when Cynthia walks in, they're both like, oh, yeah. like oh, my God. they end up doing a photo shoot, one of those ones where you jump off into the ball pit. Fun. And <laughs> Beth can't get out. <laughs> was it Beth who couldn't get yeah. out, or was it Eve 6000? It they look fun. the same. I know they do. And he literally is like trapped in the ball pit, can't get out. Oh. They get a hook. Yeah, they get a hook. A guy with the mask on comes and they're all laughing. Brooklyn looks fucking amazing. I don't know what the hell she's had done. But oh, so one of the judges is Brad Gresky. Do you remember him from the Rachel Zoe show? Uh-huh. He's real bad. It's great. He's like, she it's really quite, stepped her like- pussy up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's so bad. It's like Lemon. It sounds exactly like Lemon, honestly, but Lemon's funny. Yeah. Lemon grew on me. I didn't think Lemon was funny at first. So maybe Brad will grow. It's like BFF necklace, you are fucking heartless. So after the challenge, which is like an unconventional sewing challenge, um, the bottom could be Beth and her twin sister, <laughs> Eve 6000. Eve 6000. And you're like, and then there's a third person, and you're like, there's no way that they're going to put these two sad sacks against each other. And they don't. So Geometric ends up in the bottom. And they're doing, oh, yeah. what song is it? I love the song. Oh, it's Nelly Furtado, Maneater. What a great song. Such a good song. Uh, I didn't like the lip sync. I thought it was a hard song. I mean, I love Nelly Furtado and that song, but I thought it was a hard one to lip sync to. Um, yeah, I don't know. I liked Beth's exit where she just sort of like painted the mirror in red and then finger painted her name in. That was hilarious. So I miss Beth. I wasn't really into geometric at all because she kind of looks like Gigi Good, especially with that hair. I thought she looked like uh, what's-his-fuck from Rocky Horror Picture Show, like with the curly yeah, hair fair. and no body. Yeah. John Tim Curry, he was in the Rocky Horror Picture well, Show. Well, he also didn't talk. Like there was still a bulge too. So it was just like what's happening and why? Um, but I appreciate that Suki Doll won. Suki Doll did. Well, did Suki Doll yeah. win? No. Right? No, Suki Doll Isis. didn't. No, Suki Doll was in the top. Isis won. I thought Suki should have won. 
Emma, you yeah, got to see these. Bo- I mean, for unconventional challenges, you're like, what the hell? It was really good. I mean, ISIS was still the solid. I, I, I would go Suki over ISIS. Same. If anyone's listening, I'm, I'm over just about anybody over ISIS. The ISIS is bad. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's spelled ice. Sis? <laughs> you want some ice, sis? Listen, she knew what she did. Anyway, they seem like a fun group of queens. I'm excited to watch. Brooklyn seems in her element. So at the end, usually they write their scores down and they hand it to her, but because they can't because of the plexiglass, Brooklyn just looks to one side and goes, and then looks to the other side and goes, <laughs> just nods her head and you're like, okay. But I think it's going to be a fun season. I'm excited. So here's my idea for how to play the password game. Emma, you have to agree to be involved. Because you really need like one more person. I will be a person. So let's say I'm the giver. I'm going to give mm-hmm. clues to you and Nick. Mm-hmm. So you can say anything, but you have to just give one word. So if, if I give it to Emma, the first word, and she gets it, I get 10 points. If we go down to six times, to- I've already given four words, and I only get six points. So it'll go Emma, Nick, mm-hmm. Emma, Nick. And then after you guys guess the word, then you guys will give to the other two. Who gets the points? The person giving clues yes. or the person guessing? Okay. I think the person giving. That makes sense. Unless you two are planning on being extra dumb today. Just kidding. <laughs> Never plan on it, Julie. Me either. It just happens. All right, ready? Yeah. I get this. If you we get this, it's 10 points for me. Not for Nick, are you ready? Yeah. Kids. In play. Emma. Um, young. Preschool. <laughs> it's not a clue I'm allowed to give. Um, playground. Children. Correct. <laughs> hey. All right, Nick, you go. Me okay. first, and then Emma. So if you get it right on the first, it's at 10 points. Um, plane. Fly. Trip. Vacation. Agent. Ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I think I almost got it. I'm just gonna say a word. Journey. Travel. Yeah. Seven. You get seven. Nice. Okay. It's not like I said frog town. I said ticket. <laughs> just as soon as he said agent, I heard travel agent in my head. No weird brother sister head. <laughs> Sorry, my eyes just got wide with excitement. <laughs> All right, Emma, you go. All right, uh, Julie. The Let's get home. We're all holding up fingers so we don't forget. <laughs> watch, watch time. You got it. Oh, wow, that was a delayed reaction. Ten points for Emma. <laughs> Did you forget? Seeing if it was right. Gotta wait for the game to tell me. Oh, see, I'm playing a different version where they just give me a word and I just go with it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I'm taking the clues that they give me. and <laughs> No, Emma. All right. Emma, I'm coming to you first. Uh, book. All right. Read. Yes. I came up with that clue all the way. Damn it. You're so smart. <laughs> Go, Nick. Okay. Uh, Massachusetts. It's for you, Emma. State. Capital. Boston. There it is. Nine points for Nick. All right, Emma. I'll do this the <laughs> harder way. <laughs> All right, Julie. Remember. Memory. Can I have it if it's memorized? <laughs> New word. Go to Nick, please. <laughs> Who won? No one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nick. Uh, fireplace. Chimney. Yes. Good job. Hey. At the end of round two, Emma's got 20. Julia's 18. Nick has 16. How is that possible? I guess you're just not very good. <laughs> I like. Okay. I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> All right. Five rounds. What do you think? Love it. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Uh, Emma. Entrance. Door. Leave. Is this for Nick? Yeah, I was going to say way, like entrance way. <laughs> it's like a different theme. I shouldn't have done that. 
Um, Emma looks excited though. Emergency. Exit. Yes. Nice. If I can get it from a clue that you've already given, can I do that? And so you don't have to take less points. <laughs> nope. Nope. But like, you know, I don't I think it's on your like, you know, um, like entrance, exit, like big uh-huh. lip. Yeah. Okay, Nick, you're up. Okay. Royale. <laughs> Who is this for? I don't know. Who's taking Emma. it first? Emma. Latrice. <laughs> Okay. Um, horseshoe. Oh. I was thinking it was battle, <laughs> but it's not horseshoe. Lucky. I think everybody knows it. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Vegas. Casino. Yeah. Nice. Casino Royale. Horseshoe Casino. It's called the Jack Casino. Night Simon and I bad anymore. It's playing to Hollywood or something. <sighs> Emma, you're up. You're just supposed to alternate. Yeah, I don't know right. who you did last time. Oh, I'm in you every time. Nick. Oh. <laughs> Five steps. That's why she is 20. <laughs> My God. <laughs> What'd you say? Five steps. Curl. Julie, quad. Muscles. Yes. Nice. The end of round three. 29 for Emma, 25 for Julie. Nick lagging behind the 23. How did that happen to me? <laughs> it's just life, man. <laughs> Emma. Zoro's. <laughs> Sword. Cape. Oh, no, the word was cape. Zero points. I was going to say. <laughs> Zero <laughs> points. Sword or cape. Sword or cape. I was going to say cod, <laughs> like cape cod, but then I fucked it up. No points for me. Next one. Go, Nick. Okay. Um, United. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, Julie, because I went to my last. Airlines. Ohio. States. Yeah. What was it? States. States, like United States. I was like, what are they talking about? (laughs) (laughs) So that's nine, right? I got nine points. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Emma, your turn. Julie. Embrace. Hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's the best guesser. At the end of round four, we've got Emma with 39, Nick with 32, and Julie with a sad-ass 25. Final round. <laughs> Wait, did you only miss one point when I guessed? You had 23. You got nine. That makes it No, 32. I'm saying Emma. Like, she only missed one point when I was Correct. guessing, right? Good job, Nick. <laughs> All right. I'm going to Nick first. Okay. In... Correct. Nice. Nick, you're up. You need a minimum of three points to beat me. Okay. (laughs) So this is, I'm giving to Emma now, right? Who did I give to last time? That's your job to remember. I don't know. Okay. Emma. Drivers. Ed. You can go to hell. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Liquor. License. Thank you. All right, Emma, you need, like, two to win. Nick. Yeah, so she's got a chance of getting two. <laughs> uh, gate. Keeper. Nope. Oh, I was saying same thing. Um, picket. Fence. Yeah! Emma is What a fun game. Good thing I practiced before we started. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just by myself, just for a few minutes. Well, I've never Emma, seen passwords, so I didn't know what it was about. Oh my gosh! Back in the day, Peter, somebody would host it, and the best person at it is Betty White. She's so good. If you can ever like, I'm sure they have it on YouTube, but they have it on the Game Show channel. Watch old episodes of Password. Oh. Did Betty White slay at Pyramid, or is that something? everything? She slayed at yeah. everything, and they would all be drinking and smoking. It was so. the good old days party with all your friends um so let's see what do we talk about this week nothing really that we want to share drag race canada drag race uk i'll finish made maybe i'll fall in love with it made m-a-i-d on netflix 
Ted Lasso. Nick is going to finish on Apple TV. No mm-hmm. promises. We're here sure. with uh, Shangela, <laughs> Bob's Drag Queen, and Eureka on HBO Max. Anything else coming up that we know of? I just know that I'm always coming up roses. Well, we hope you got more laughs out of this week than that last joke from Nick, but in a world full of crazy, it's good to have some laughs and some good times. So I hope you guys have a really great week and a couple of good laughs. We hope you have to talk to you next week. You can always check us out on Instagram. Thanks to Emma and Nick takespod.com and also blurg. We're in season four of 30 rock. It's getting good. Hope you guys have a great week. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.